Hi guys, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes. I've been helping others there since 2005. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course on YouTube. Today is Monday, October 9th, believe it or not, 2017. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, find out more about me or support the podcast, I'll leave the information below in the show's notes. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please rate it. For those of you who have rated this, this podcast in the last couple weeks on iTunes, thank you so much. I was able to move up two spots. I'm almost to the next line. <laughs> up. So if you enjoy this podcast and get some value out of what I say, I'd appreciate it if you went to iTunes and rated it. Now, I know I look like I've been run over by a bus this morning, if you're looking at the video, and uh, but it's because I'm in a hurry. I have really zero time to do Ask Alley podcast today, but I am cramming it in. So I apologize if I, uh, I don't know, look like a bus ran me over, or if I talk too fast as I'm trying to get through everything. But let's get going. So I have to leave in a half an hour. <laughs> All right. So for today's reading, we're doing Gateway Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. I am actually getting a new set of cards tomorrow. Can you believe it? A brand new set. Uh, I believe it's Denise Lynn. Postcard. We would call it Baron Reed. Postcards from Spirit is the name of the deck. And it should get here tomorrow. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having something new to play with. All my other decks... I swear to God, I have no idea. I'm still in boxes. I'll be here a whole year next month. And 70% of what my son and I own are still in boxes. It's kind of pathetic, I know, but that's the way it is right now. All right. Right, Zena? That's right. All right. So let's pick two cards. Pick card number one. Card number two. Number three. So I'll turn them over. Hmm. I like it. It makes sense with the energy that's this week. Um, on the I do coffee with Allie, which is for um, with the people uh, that support the podcast at the twenty-five dollar level and up. And Joshua and Selena just happened to mention that the energy this week, yeah. We've seen better. We've seen worse, but we've seen better. Um, it's kind of chaotic trying to push everyone to get to do what they're supposed to be doing. And that part of what they said goes along with today's cards. Uh, the first card we have here is Cherishing Self. It is time to pamper yourself this week. Uh, the energy of the last few weeks and this week included have been kind of uh, edgy. And because of which, you know, a lot of us are tired. We're not eating right. We're not sleeping right. Um, some people may be working too much. Some people might just be kind of depressed or very anxious because of the energy. You need to pamper yourself. Now, included in this pampering of yourself, it's a good idea for you to figure out what do you want to do? What is it? We all have something we want to do, but what is is it that you want to do? 
This is a good week to figure that out when you're cherishing yourself. Second card here goes with card number one. It is launching your journey. So once you figure out what you want to do in life with cherishing yourself, this is the week to take what it is you figured out and move forward. There's no need to wait. Stop waiting. <laughs> you Don't wait till you get more money. Don't wait till you lose weight. Don't wait till you get married. Don't wait till you get divorced. Don't wait till you have a baby. Don't wait till the kids are off into high school. They leave for college. All this waiting is what's causing the chaotic energy. The waiting. So this is the week to launch your journey. Right? Okay. And the last card is standing firm. Standing firm, stand your ground. When you launch your journey because you've cherished yourself, there are going to be people who do not want you to do this. They don't want you to cherish yourself. They don't want you to go and launch your journey. Because launching your journey usually means not having the time or the space for whomever it is around you. And if then that happens, that's change. They don't like change. They want you to keep things exactly the way they are. So they're going to bug you. They're going to try to get you to change your mind. You have to stand firm. Stand firm. You're brave. You're strong. It is time for you to move forward. Okay, so to recap. Cherishing yourself. It's a good week for some TLC and figure out what you want to do with your life. Launching your journey. Good time to launch whatever it is you want to this week. And lastly, when people start complaining because you are changing, stand firm. It's that simple. Well, it's not simple, but it just sounds awful simple. People do not like change. Not at all, not at all, not at all. I'm telling you. Even if, it's, even if it's something for the better for you. It's like I know somebody. Um... They just got done through college. They got a master's degree. And they're just, they were over the moon. They got this degree. They worked their butts off. And they got a job teaching in another state. Well, their family was extremely upset because they're going to uproot their family to move. And the, the, not everybody in the core of the family, but a few people in the core of the family, was having a real difficult time with it. And instead of encouraging, they're being very discouraging. Because the people who are going to be back behind don't like change. They don't want to mess up the status quo. Even though the move and the new job in a different place for the person and their family is a good move. It will benefit the family greatly along with the person, obviously. Because see, people do not like change. Period. Okay, so that was the Oracle card overview for the week of October 9th. Again, guys, remember it is an overview. Not every little single thing is going to pertain to you. All right, if you want a deeper uh, reading, more in-depth reading, my readings start at $25. $25, which I'm going to say it's pretty inexpensive compared to a lot of people out there who've been doing this for as long as I have. I've been doing this for... Oh my God. Wait a minute. Yeah, 35 years. 35 years. That is a long time. 
course, I didn't charge back when I was 15. I did it for friends, you know. But still, 35 years, good God. Good God, Zena. That's right. All right, so moving forward to topic. Topic this week, I want to talk about are your younger self's big dreams your current reality? Oh, my God, I just realized what I did. <gasps> Where have we seen that before? Slap my hand. I cannot believe I just did that. If I could stop and re-record this, I just might. But I won't. Why did I do that? I think I've done that before. Oh, I apologize. I did the Trump hand move. The Trump hand move. <sighs> what has happened to me? Let's try it again. Without using my hand, because I talk with my hands. Are your younger self's big dreams your current reality? Okay, I'm asking this question because when we're younger, we tend to dream big. I mean, we do, because we don't see obstacles. We just, we see something we want, and it's like, we've got to go get it. That's it. That's what I'm going to do in my life, period. Right? But as we age, you know, things get into get in the way. It could be, well, A, you know, me being a supermodel and never eating. Uh, it's not something I really want to do. So, you know, chuck that dream. Or you get married, or you, you go off to college and, and choose a path that somebody else picked for you. But there's usually something that throws a wrench into us dreaming big when we're kids. And as we age, our dreams aren't as big as they were when we were children. And I think that sucks. I'm just going to say it. I think we ought to dream big from beginning to end. There's no reason we can't dream big. There's no reason we can't go after what we want. Of course, it was feasible. Like right now, an astronaut, I could not become one. I'm too old. I can't even work for the U.S. government because I'm too old. Which, by the way, I think is bullshit. <laughs> you know, unless I'm an elected official, uh, obviously there, they're not too old or brain dead. But anyways, um, what happens? Because eventually, you know, we, we we go on whatever path it is that we're on. Not the one we dreamed of when we were a kid, but we're on a path. And do we ever think back to those memories? I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted... <laughs> my first big memory, my first big memory of wanting to be something was a screenwriter. And that's Harrison Ford's fault. Damn that man. Um, I was eight years old. And I usually watch Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin on Sundays because we had like three channels. And I was flipping through my three channels and there was no Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. I was pretty upset. It was raining. Remember, it was raining outside. So I couldn't even go out and play. It was a disaster. But I landed on this, on one of the channels. I think it was channel 43. UA, WUAB, I think in Cleveland. Channel 43. And I saw a bunch of cool cars. I've always liked cars, but these, you know, the old cars, 50 style cars, and they were, they're just nice. And as an eight-year-old, I'm sitting there, cool, you know, cars, they're pretty, they're shiny, you got lots of colors. And then, then I saw this god in a cowboy hat. And I thought, oh, 
Who is that? Of course, I knew nothing at eight, especially back in the early 70s. Um, you didn't know, you know, what lust or crushes or anything like that was. I just saw this person and I'm like, who is he? And I remember yelling at my mom to come in. I'm like, who is this person? Who is this person? She was like, I don't know. I don't know who this person is. I've got to meet him. i got to meet him someday. And, you know, she was like, okay, honey, how are you going to do that? I'm going to write a movie. I'm going to write a movie, and that's how I'm going to meet him. Whatever you say, honey. <laughs> you know, the type of thing. And, of course, when Star Wars came out, and I remember seeing the commercial, and I screamed it was him. Ah, so excited. Anyways, but that screenwriter part is since I was eight years old. Wanted to write movies. To meet Harrison Ford, and since he is 74 this year, I better get a move on in that department. Um, I should have a reality show. Chasing Harrison Ford. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Um, but that was always on my radar. Writing movies. And then, of course, because of Harrison, I went to a lot of Harrison Ford movies. I started falling in love with movies. Star Wars is what got me on the sci-fi track, and then my mom got me into the original Star Trek, and et cetera, et cetera. But writing that, writing movies, and writing books, because I was an avid reader as a kid. I read every Nancy Drew book that they had out back then. I wanted to write mysteries. I just wanted to write. I wanted to write mysteries. I wanted to write action adventures. I never wanted to write love stories. I'm not a chick flick person. And um, I'm not a chick flick reader type person either, unless it's um, erotica. Then, yeah, well, then I'll read and I'll also write. Now, the screenwriting and the book writing are like, eh, I'm, I'm doing them both. They're moving forward. They're not, not moving forward to where I would like them to. But in that lump of things, I also wanted to be in front of the camera. Well, I'm on YouTube, so I am now in front of the camera. Um... And I also wanted to be an archaeologist. Thank you again, Harrison Ford and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I went to college to be an archaeologist. That's what my first major was. However, you know me with names. I can't pronounce the names of the Egyptian anything. Because I wanted to be an Egyptologist. And I finally dropped out of being an archaeologist because I couldn't pronounce the damn names. But... My love for archaeology has never wavered. I would love, love, love to go on a dig. Never been on one. So if I were to say there's a childhood dream that I have not yet accomplished, well, there'd be two. There'd be one, I still haven't met Harrison Ford, even though I'm writing screenplays. And two, archaeology, I'd love to go on a dig. Of course, I'd love to go on a dig with Harrison Ford. Because, you know, come on. That's reliving my teenage self. That'd be awesome. But things get in the way. You know, things get in the way of what I was doing. Things get in, get in the way of what you're you're doing between the time you're a kid and now you're an adult. Do you even dream big now? If you dream big back as a kid, have you reignited that dreaming big as an adult ever? Or have you poo-pooed it off because that's what kids do. They dream big. 
I have a little bit of homework for you. Now, I would have liked to have made a worksheet, but I am really pressed for time today, so I can't make one. I want you to sit down over the next week. And I want you to not think about so much, but feel into what is it you would like to do, which goes along with the cards I picked earlier, which goes along with Joshua and Selena's energies. This, this works. It all rolls. Feel into a dream that you would like to pursue. Right, Lucky? Yeah, that's right. Feel into it. You may first think of it, of course, but then you feel into it. Write down a dream for you to pursue. No matter how outrageous it might sound. Hello, Lucky. Hello, Lucky. Write it down. Write it down in nice big red ink if you have it. Because red, red is a fantastic vibration. This could be a problem. Not, I'm talking cats. Don't do it. I know Lucky. I've got her. Come here, Zena. We don't need an attack. All right. But red really puts the vibration out there. It puts it out to the universe like, what? Now, if you have a dream, you know, say to travel to Tibet, and you're like, I got no idea how I'm going to do this. Who cares about the how? Who cares about the when? It's important that you allow yourself to dream and to write it down and to post it someplace. That, that's what I want you to do this week. I want you to dream big about something. Write it down, preferably in red ink, and plop it up someplace where you're going to see it. If you want to take a picture of it on your smartphone, so you have it on your phone, you can use it as the wallpaper on your cell phone so you can see it. It's it's powerful. And although you may say you may not get to Tibet, but maybe things will start to unfold where you might not get to Tibet, but what leads you up to go to Tibet will actually take you someplace else where you're supposed to be. Make sense? Uh-oh. That's it. No, no, no. You're not going anywhere. Lucky and, and Zena don't get along. So, uh, yeah. And while you're at it, for you know, if you would do this for me this week, I have a survey. It's called Dream Big. It's a six-question survey, and it's about your childhood dream and if you are pursuing it nowadays. And if not, why? Six-question survey. This is a project about Dream Big and about people filling their dreams that I'm pretty psyched about. Um, it came out of the blue, I'm rolling with it, and so far, whatever the project I'm going to take out of this, um, it just, it feels right, whatever project it is, because people need good. And that does not mean, guys, that I have forgotten about soulful connections because I made you a promise that I will get that done. And that is first before I pursue my uh, big dream project. So I have to get Soulful Connections done. Okay, so the survey link is in the show's notes. It's a six-question survey. I don't know who you are. I I have no, I, no way to connect the answers to you. Please, 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 please take the survey. And if you could sh share it with your social media peeps, I would greatly appreciate it because the more people who answer the survey, the better picture I can get about dreaming big. All right? Okay. 
Now, Energy 411. I gotta leave in like 10 minutes. I gotta leave in 10 minutes. I'm not even done with my podcast. Energy 11. Energy 411. I wanna talk about oak moss. And I don't have any oak moss with me. It is packed away in a box upstairs. So, oak moss. I love oak moss. Um, a lot of people you like to use the essential oil. I like to use the actual herb um, in either an incense or I love making it in sachets uh, or when I do um, uh, grids on the full moon and the new moon. I like to put you know, oak moss around the stones and the notes that I write for the grids. Oak moss is associated with uh, Jupiter and also the element of earth. It's a very earthy oak moss. It sounds earthy, doesn't it? The ancient Egyptians used to use it to, to they put it with their mummies to help, you know, I guess, cut down the smell of a decaying person. <laughs> but North Americans um, also use it to bind wounds and help with the stomach. It's like a stomach tonic. And it helps in soothe coughs. It helps like a, um, uh, exp- I can't say that word. What am I looking for? Exper- expertant? It's the wrong word, but it gets the cough out. Gets the book out of your lungs, cough it out. Okay. Um, if you use it to dye things, actually oak moss comes out purple. Go figure on that one. I never would have thought, I would have thought maybe brown, light brown, but no, purple, which is kind of cool. Uh, if you use it in a magical sense for a spell, maybe you put some oil on a candle, roll the candle uh, through the oak moss and then light it. It's another way you can use it. Um, I just love this. I love this herb, but I've used it with luck and money and protection and strength. It really works well with money. Works well, works well, works well. Many moons ago when I used to make um, sachets and sell them, when I had gypsy advice, um, oak moss is one of the ingredients in the money sachet. And I swear it never let us down. Oak moss was flipping awesome. So if you need to increase your income, I suggest you either get the Oak Moss Herb or the Oak Moss Essential Oil. I don't know if they make an Oak Moss Incense or not. I'm not, I just don't know. And add Oak Moss to whatever money ritual you're trying to do. It will help you tremendously. I just, I can't say it's a, it's a fantastic herb. It just is. All right, guys, we are here at the end. Thank God, because I've got to leave. <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you liked this episode, and I hope you did, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can hopefully have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can find the podcast and support the podcast at AskAlleyPodcast.com. You guys have yourself an absolutely fabulous week, and I will catch you next Monday. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye-bye.